I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. The Field of Bullions. This is a story about a certain type of fairy from Ireland. It looks quite similar to an elf or a gnome. It's less than half the height of an average human. It wears a green coat, green pants, a green hat, shiny black shoes with golden buckles, and has a bushy red beard. It's called a leprechaun. They are very, very mischievous creatures, and they're also rather grumpy. If you were lucky enough to see one, it would probably disappear in a flash, because they are unbelievably quick. Not only that, but they are easily camouflaged and blend into the forests and woods because of all the green clothes that they wear. But the thing that they are perhaps most famous for is their pot of gold. Each year, a fairy gives the leprechaun a gift of one piece of gold. Now, this might not sound like much, although I certainly wouldn't mind a piece of gold. You see, leprechauns live a very long time and therefore can become extremely old. And so, one gold coin every year for a long time means a huge pot of gold. Many greedy people would love to get their hands on a leprechaun's pot of gold, but as I said, the little creatures are clever and they hide their treasure in crafty places. <laughs> their most famous hiding place of all is to hide their pot of gold right at the end of the rainbow because it's impossible for humans to find exactly where this is. Have you ever tried to get to the end of a rainbow? I have, but no matter how I walk towards it, it always remained the same distance from me. But this is not a story about me. It's about a man called Tom Fitzpatrick. Tom was taking a slow stroll through the woods between the fields. He had his trusty walking stick and was whistling a merry tune when all of a sudden he heard a strange noise. It was a strange clacking sort of noise coming from a hedge on the other side of the road. Tom crept forward and peeped through a gap in the bushes at a little clearing. In the clearing was a large brown jug of beer. Well, isn't that a bit of luck? Thought Tom, and he was just about to fetch the jug when a tiny little old man entered the clearing. He was wearing a green coat green pants, a green hat, shiny black shoes with golden buckles, and had a bushy red beard. It was obvious to Tom that this was a leprechaun. He appeared not to have noticed Tom. The leprechaun pulled out a wooden stool, stood upon it, and dipped a ladle into the jug to fill his wooden cup. Then he climbed off the stool, sat down on a tree stump, 
and began to mend a pair of shoes. Well, blow me down, thought Tom. A real leprechaun. I never believed that they existed. But here is one real as can be. His eyes glistened as he thought of the possibilities. If the stories about them are true, then it must have a pot of gold. I must be careful, though. They say one must never take one's eyes off a leprechaun, or they'll disappear. Tom snuck a little closer with his eye fixed on the little man, just as a cat does with a mouse. When he got quite close to him, he said, "That's masterful work you're doing there, neighbor." The little man raised up his head and said, "Thank you kindly," and continued to work on the shoes. Tom paused for a moment, but then greed and curiosity got the better of him. Will you tell me what you've got in that tall jug over there? That I will, with pleasure," said the little man. "It's good beer." Beer? Where did you get it? Spluttered Tom. Where did I get it? I made it myself. Will you give me a taste of your beer? I'll tell you what, young man. It would be better for you to be looking after your cattle than to be bothering decent, quiet people with your foolish questions. There now, while you waste away your time here, the cows have broken into the oats and are knocking the corn all about. Tom was taken so by surprise with this that he was just about to turn around to look when he caught himself. Hold on, hold on! I'm not falling for your tricks, old man. You're trying to distract me so you can disappear. So he made a grab at the leprechaun and caught him by the hand. But in his hurry, he tipped over the jug and spilled all the beer. Tom cursed. There was nothing he could do about his thirst for beer, but he developed another thirst—a thirst for gold. All right, old man," he said menacingly. "I know all about your kind. You can't fool me." I might not be able to have your beer, but you better show me the way to your treasure, or else. Tom looked so wicked and so bloody-minded that the little man was quite frightened. So he said, "Come along with me a couple of fields off, and I'll show you my pot of gold." So off they went. Tom held the leprechaun tight in his hand and never took his eyes off him. Though they had to cross hedges and ditches and even a muddy swamp, till at last they came to a great field full of bullions, which are a type of plant found in Ireland. The leprechaun pointed to a big bullion and said, "Dig under that bullion over there, and you'll find the great pot, all full of gold." Tom, in his hurry, had never thought of bringing a spade with him. So he made up his mind to run home and fetch one. Now the field was full of bullions, so Tom came up with a clever plan to identify the correct bush by tying a red ribbon around it. Then he said to the leprechaun, "Swear to me that you will not remove the red ribbon." "I promise," said the leprechaun solemnly, 
with his hand on his heart. On my honor, I will not touch that ribbon. Tom seemed satisfied with that. Have you no further need of me? No, you may go away now. Thank you very much. Well, goodbye to you, Tom Fitzpatrick, said the leprechaun with a mischievous glint in his eye. <laughs> so Tom ran as fast as he could. So he got home and fetched a spade and then ran as fast as he could go back to the field of bullions. But when he got there, he gasped in horror. Had his red ribbon been removed? No, not at all. The leprechaun had kept his promise. But the crafty creature had tied an identical red ribbon around every single other bullion in the field. And there were thousands of them. Tom shouted and cursed and stamped his foot. Oh, no, no, no! And eventually, when he had tired himself out, he hopelessly returned home again with his spade on his shoulder. Back in the clearing in the hedge, the leprechaun sat on his tree stump as he fixed his shoes, laughing and chuckling as he worked. <laughs> hey, guys, if you like this episode, Please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.